Hello and welcome to the What Are We Even Doing Here podcast, a podcast that seeks to answer the question of what are we even doing here from a biblical perspective. We are part of the Christian Podcast Community. Check out this and many other great podcasts at christianpodcastcommunity.org. My name is Daryl and the Word of God says in 2 Timothy chapter 4, starting in verse 1, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and by his kingdom. Preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, and exhort with complete patience and teaching. For the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching, but having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions, and will turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into silly myths. As for you, always be sober-minded, enduring suffering. Do the work of an evangelist, Fulfill your ministry. And that is the word of God. Now, Paul is writing to young Timothy, who he's been training in the faith, who he calls his son in the faith, and he's encouraging him as a minister to preach the word. And we'll get to why I started with that passage in a minute, but I just want to say thank you to many who have been listening for so long. Uh, I don't don't think I've, in a while, taken the opportunity to thank you. Those on Twitter who are always sharing these episodes, always encouraging me to keep doing them. Uh, Tonight, I don't, or today, tonight, I'm recording at night, but uh, I don't have a guest. And so this is probably going to be a short podcast. I've been really busy trying to balance everything. I've been in seminary taking two classes now. And work is starting to pick up. You know, I picked a great time to start seminary, the busy time of year for work. Uh, but it's been good so far, you know. I haven't had any written assignments due. But what I've been doing so far, just to give you an update, is that I'm taking uh, Doctrine of God, and the lectures are by Sinclair Ferguson, which has been awesome. And the reading has been uh, Herman Bovink, Reformed Dogmatics, Volume 2, because that's where he starts with d- the Doctrine of God and Calvin's Institutes, and also Gerald Bray, Doctrine of God. And it's it's been great. The reading's been great. It's been a blessing. So it's not. It, what's cool is this is stuff I love. I love theology. I'm a theology nerd. So learning about it at this level has been fantastic so far. You know, I'm just starting. But it's been great. And it, it's it's good reading. You know, Bavig takes a little while to, to um, read well and understand what he's saying. And that might be because it's been translated from... Uh, Dutch into, I believe Dutch, don't quote me on that if I'm wrong, but into English. And uh, reading Calvin is great, at least that translation of it. And it's just great men of the faith to learn from. So it's been awesome. And the other class I'm taking is Theology and Practice of Preaching. And that also has been some good good reading, good lecture series, just stuff, Christ-centered preaching, expository preaching, learning how to do it well. And I've had the opportunity to, to preach already, um, at my church and at other churches in the presbytery and even before I came to this church that I'm at now I've had pastors allow me to be in their pulpit so it's been a blessing but you know just to to learn more about how to communicate the gospel well in a biblical manner and that will lead me into what the topic is that I want to discuss tonight again it's going to be short but a few of you saw me post something on Twitter a couple of weeks ago, and it's it's just something that keeps popping up on my Facebook. It's it's an advertisement for what's called the Church Playbook, and I've I've seen it a few years ago, or saw it a few years ago, and it, it continues to pop up on my feed. 
and I don't know why. Maybe it's just to, to annoy me, to frustrate me, that it just just happens. You know, you see certain things, ads pop up on your social media, and you're like, why do I keep seeing that? But maybe it's so I can do this episode and encourage pastors and church leaders, elders, to just be faithful to the Word of God. Okay, we don't need gimmicks. We don't need different strategies to reach people. We need the strategy of what God has said, and that's you know the ordinary means of grace, and that's the preaching of the Word, the proclamation of the Gospel. That's on the Lord's Day, and then to go out and share the Gospel with others. That's what we see, I believe, in the book of Acts. We see the apostles sharing the Gospel. They, they, they leave the area they're in, they go to different areas, and we see the gospel spread. We see Paul just just going around and preaching the gospel. And when when souls are saved, when the Holy Spirit regenerates hearts, then people need a place to worship, and churches are planted. I, I believe that's more of a biblical model than the church playbook. The church has a playbook. It's called the Bible. Like We don't need anything else. But this is, is what the church playbook is. I'm just going to read from the website. And then, you know, again, I don't know the person who started this, and it's, I'm sure it's well-intentioned. You know, I want to give benefit of the doubt and say that this person wants to really reach people for Jesus. And it's a whole different philosophy, though, than what I believe and what we see in Reformed theology, what we see in the church, what we see in the Bible. You know, we, we need to just trust what the Word says, trust God. Jesus says, the gates of hell will not prevail against the church. So we have the Word. He's given us His Word. We don't need outside strategies to do that. We don't need to, to consult the world in order to know how the church, how God grows his church. God is the one who grows his church. We don't. He uses us, but he grows the church. We, we seed, we plant, we water. God makes it grow. That's in the individual and in the church itself. But anyway, so the, the, this is quoting from the church playbook website the church playbook will jumpstart growth in your church and help you break through one of the toughest barriers that every church has to deal with look every pastor i know kind of ministry to reach people for jesus pause yes that's a great thing back to the reading and to see change lives yes once again i agree let's preach the gospel and see god change lives Continuing on, the problem is, while the principles of ministry haven't changed, prayer, fasting, preaching God's word, etc., the methods of effectively, the methods that effectively reach people for Christ in the 21st century are changing. And this is in bold right now. What I'm about to read is in bold caps. All of the time. So they're changing all the time. The methods to reach people are changing all the time. The method of going and making disciples of preaching the word to all has changed see this is this is a problem we are all sinners right that hasn't changed all right the depravity of man has not changed and the remedy has not changed it's always been we are saved by grace through faith in Jesus Christ and this is what we need to tell people this is how we reach people that doesn't change. Okay, if you want to say we can change it by how we, you know, I use Twitter to share the gospel. I use Facebook. I use the social media. And we didn't have that, I don't know how many years ago. When I was a kid in, in the 90s, early 2000s, that stuff was starting, starting to come around. But 
th- that's not how he communicated. So if, if that's what he means, okay, maybe. But is that what he means? I don't I don't think so. And we can't focus on that because right at any moment now, all this stuff could be shut down. It could be. We utilize it. Let's utilize these tools that we've been giving, given by God right now to share the gospel. Yes. But at any moment, he can shut it down. And then where do these strategies go? So call me a fundamentalist or whatever you want to say, but we have our marching orders. We have how to do it in the scripture. So reading on. So inside the church playbook, I tell the story about how my church went through the, some struggles in the early days of our church plan. But after applying the principles that I lay out in this book, we went from just a few families to over 200 in less than a year. I want that to be your story too. I, I, that would be great. The church I'm a member at is pretty small, kind of small. But we all love the Lord as far as I can see. We are learning the scriptures. We are administered the ordinary means of grace for us to grow in. And what I love to see, 200 people come to our doors. Well, I don't know if we can seat that many. But yes, because I want to plant churches too. That's what I want to do. I want to preach the gospel. I want people to be saved. And when people are saved, they need a place to go and worship the living and true God. So where am I going to learn to do that? Well, I'm learning how to study the scriptures better in seminary. That's part. That's what the minister learns in seminary is how to study the tools, given the tools of, of how to read the scriptures to be able to teach it and preach it. But you don't need that in order to share the gospel. So if you're out there and, and you're afraid to share the gospel because you don't know what to say, you know what to say. You, you, you be in the word and you know how to share Jesus. Somebody shared the Lord with you. But anyway, uh, continuing on. Let me give you this book to you for free. When I wrote the church playbook, I put it on Kickstarter because I wanted to get it in the hands of 50 pastors for free. But it went, it went so well, I was able to send it to 150 pastors. Now, hundreds of pastors have read the church playbook and are implementing its strategies into their churches too. Okay. This frustrates me, as you can tell already. So there's things like the church playbook, things like there's resources on online where pastors go to get sermon series ideas, and it already has built-in illustrations. It already has, you know, what scriptures to, to use. To me, if, if, if a pastor is trained, seminary trained, paid that money or had somebody else pay that money, a church or whoever donated for that, for that man of God to learn how to study the word of God and then goes and gets things like this. Uh, what did you learn? What, what did you learn how to study the scriptures to minister to God's people? And now you're, you're using different websites for different strategies on how to grow the church. I don't I don't understand. Maybe I I could be wrong on this and I maybe I am. I'm I'm wrong on a lot of stuff. But we don't need different strategies outside of the scripture. Now maybe maybe this church playbook is very biblically based. It could be cuz I haven't read it myself. I'm not going to sign up to get a free one. But I don't know why we would need it 
we have the scriptures. Do we not? Do we not have Paul? <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to laugh, but Paul tells Timothy, a, a minister, right? He's he's telling him to preach the word. He's giving him marching orders from. He's, and he's saying this is on the authority of God. I'm saying, preach the word. Be ready in season out. He's telling him that the scriptures. You know, this is coming out of a chapter. Where, where he's telling him, and he's assuring him, you've been acquainted with the scriptures. You're, you've learned this from, from your youth. You know, and he, and he reassures him, all scripture is breathed out. This is um, chapter 3, verse 16. All scripture is breathed out by God and is profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. Right? So this he's telling him, this is what you're going to, and the very next, sorry, I'm all over the place right now, but the very next sentence is, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus to preach the word. <laughs> preach the, which word, Paul? What, what, what word? Oh, the word that is breathed out by God and is profitable. So that the man of God may be complete. And the woman of God may be complete. It's the word that builds the people of God. If you want your church to grow, Study the scriptures. Do what it says. Pray. Pray that God would grow his church. And it's his church. And always remember it's God's church. It's the Lord's church. It's it's not my church if I plant a church. It's not that God, the church playbook author's church. It's it's God's church. And that's what we always have to remember. It's not mine. We are just blessed, graced, privileged, honored to be able to even be able to study this book and know what it says, to, to, to come into God's presence on the Lord's day and then know we are forgiven. We don't deserve salvation, but God grants us repentance and faith that we may know him, not fully, but that we may be fully known by him and and then from there we go out and we tell others i just pre- preached or exhorted a sermon on john 4 and it just amazes me that this woman and this might be like a sidetrack but th- this woman at the well a sinful woman right she's there she's an adulterer jesus calls her out on her adultery she's there going to the well in the hottest point of the day to avoid the people in the town because they know she's a sinner and she's she's avoiding that guilt and shame and then Jesus talks to her this Jewish man talking to a Samaritan woman calls her out on her sin and then he reveals himself to her says I am the Messiah you know she's saying we're waiting for the Messiah to come and he's like I who speak to you am he and then she leaves her water pot there that she came. She came to draw water from the well. That's the point why she came to the well. And she leaves it there to go back into the town to these people she was avoiding. And now she's telling them, come see a man. Come see a man who told me all that I ever did. Come see a man who called me out on my sin. And and, and they believe Right, they come and they see, and then they stay, and then they believe now because it's the Lord, the Messiah, talking directly to them, maybe calling them out on their sin as well. 
and they believe. But the word of God, right? There was no other strategy there. It was Jesus walking around with his disciples, preaching the gospel, speaking and teaching the things of God, revealing God. You know, God is revealed through the Son. And then that's what we are to do. This is how the church grows. This is how it grows on God's pace, God's timing, through faithful brothers and sisters, faithful ministers preaching the Word of God, administering the ordinary means of grace, being faithful and praying and asking God for growth and, and on God's timing. His will be done. So that's all I wanted to come on and rant about today. A little ranty, but Christians, let me encourage you. You have trusted on the Lord Jesus Christ. Your sins are forgiven. Come to church and worship him on the Lord's day. In the morning, and if you're blessed to have an evening service, go in the evening as well. Make the whole Lord's Day about Christ, about God, what what He's done for us. And then when you have opportunity, and you have opportunity, tell others, come, see a man who told me all I've ever did. This is the Christ. This is the Savior of the world. And trust God to change the heart of those you're speaking to. Trust God to do it. He can do it. He has done it. He has done it in you. This is how the church has grown. This is the playbook we have. We have the orders, the marching orders go. Make disciples. Disciples are made on the Lord's day. And and then you grow in faith and you read the scriptures. And out of gratitude, you want to serve the Lord. Just trust in the Lord. Do what he's asked you to do. And just remember, you're forgiven. Rest in Christ. Your sins are forgiven. Rest in Christ. This is the playbook, reminding people that it is by grace through faith and the finished work of Jesus Christ alone that we are saved. So that's all I wanted to speak with you about. We've got a couple guests lined up for the coming weeks. I'm excited about that too trying to find opportunities. So continue to pray as I'm in seminary that I have time to do all of this because I, I want to keep the podcast going. I want to keep my Christian sleep well tonight going because I want to encourage people. And I definitely want to be a good husband, a good father. So pray for that as well in these times. And I'm grateful my, my wife allows me these times to study and also to do this podcast and do my messages at night. And I hope it encourages you. If it's if it's not encouraging you anymore, then let me know. And I'll see what I can do to encourage you. But it's the Word of God. That's all I want to tell you about. Tell you about Christ. I tell you to come see a man. He forgave my sins. He can forgive yours too. So check out this podcast at Christian Podcast Community. Org and all these other great podcasts that are also in the community. If you feel like helping me in my seminary endeavors or my seminary training, I will have a link at the bottom of the show notes where you can help me monetarily. Always 
provide for your family first, provide for your church. But if you have anything, I don't have a Patreon for this podcast, but it also helps me keep the podcast going if you can help support my seminary training. So if you feel led to, thank you. There's a, a few people who have, and I'm very grateful for them for, for doing so. Uh, because I, I want the church to grow. I want to plant churches, and I want to learn how to study the Bible, which is our true playbook of, of how the churches grow. So, no question, nobody to ask about their favorite or, or who would they would be in a Nicholas Kim Coppola movie. So, I'm sorry about that, but I will have a guest next week to talk about Nicholas Kim Coppola a little bit at the end of the episode. But I will sign off now. So, until next time, I pray you continue to seek the kingdom of God and find out what we are even doing here. Grace and peace. And as always, drive safe, Grady. Oh, of the...